Torch. Cursed. You know what they say, great things come in bears. Hello. Um, yeah. Pot Torch. Woodcast. Oh, yeah, we didn't change the name. Pot, Pot Torch Woodcast is a good one. Mm-hmm. Pot Torch uh, Woodcast. They keep killing us. I'm not going to let them kill them anymore. Um, who, who else is... Who, who just spoke? Uh, the Risen Mitten himself, Michelle. I'm here. Well, that whole... That whole... Um, no, we'll talk about it. Um, they keep killing Susie series. One episode eight broadcast. Mm-hmm. 3rd December 2006. Getting close to the Christmas. Um, written by James Strong. Spoken before. Written by... Two lads I've never heard of called Paul Tomlin and Daniel McCook, um, who this is their only like major writing credit. Um, this was like a, a standby script they had, uh, the production, t- production team had, just in case. And then they were like, actually, this is very good. We'll, we'll use this instead of whatever idea we had before. Um, but Daniel McCook is an executive producer on His Dark Materials. Starring Lin Manuel Miranda, who, um, as we know, is on next week. Um, anyway, wait, what? Yeah, no, no. he's got a lot what? of opinions on um, on whatever happens next week. Um, yeah, the gist. Of I'm this confused. One, the gist, well, not as confused as they were in this, where okay, a lot of murders are happening. Yes. Um, and someone's even the word torchwood on the wall. So they used the resurrection gauntlet to bring the murder victims back, and it turns out they're all connected to Susie, who is dead. So they use it, the Gwen uses it on Susie, and then Susie comes back. And then it turns out that Susie's been planning this whole thing all along so she could, I don't know, live forever or something. I don't know. Um, and they break the gauntlet, but not before Susie, who dies when the gauntlet breaks. Says the Jack, there's something coming for him through the darkness, waiting out there in the darkness, coming to take him away. That, that's the gist of this one. Um, one thing I noticed during this, and it's something it kind of ties back to something we talked about before, and something that I wanted to kind of explore is that I've started watching the X Files. Um, mm-hmm. I finished series series one. I finished yesterday. I watched the first four series, first four episodes of series two today. Oh, um, what do you think? What, pretty good, better than this. <laughs> um, but have you seen? Did you see? Oh, sorry, wait, no, this is torture. But I just gotta ask: Did you see the one where the the season one episode where they basically just do the thing? Yeah, I think it's ice. called Ice. Yeah, yeah. Talk about like the balls in a sci-fi TV <laughs> show. Like, hey, our first season, we're just gonna do a, a thing episode. That's it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Xander Berkeley and Felicity Hoffman. And the, the guy from Frasier. It's, yeah, from Frasier. No, no, Kenny Banya from Seinfeld. I'm saying. Um, Let's not give him too much because they also did Gender Bender in that episode. Is yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, and Space. Let's not forget Space. But I remember what, Space. What stuck in my mind watching this is I was thinking back to how it's not exactly the same, but um, Squeeze and Tombs. Right. Um, and how, how Tombs is about tombs and it, it's a sequel to squeeze that you don't really expect. And how this is a sequel to the pilot you don't really expect. 
um, I shouldn't think like how they differ in their approach and how like wh where this succeeds. Because I, I I'm in the minority. I don't like tombs. I think tombs is really bad. Not really bad. I think tombs is not that interesting um, as of a follow up. But like this, <laughs> like comparing them is like apples and oranges, obviously. Um, but I think this this actually as well that feels very like the next files to me. Mm -hmm. This doesn't feel like the same thing that happened last week or the week before the week before, which is a problem we keep talking about, but it just feels different every time. Mm -hmm. um, but like th like this just it feels like a different show. And I think it works. I think it does I think it keeps working to a point and then it makes a very strange decision that kind of implodes the entire thing, I think. I'm interested to hear what you think about um, this reveal that it was all preordained. Um, doesn't really explain why it was it was all preordained. No, right. I mean, I feel like well, I saw this episode last night, and you watch it before me, and you posted, um, you posted something along the lines of like, you can tell that they figure out the show until an exact point, at which point it just starts crumbling into pieces. And I was watching this episode, and I was like, oh my god, like, this is vibing, this is going, this is working. I love the, like, recurring scenes where they're naming the things, and Yanto gets to name each of the weapons, and when he says life knife, they're like, yeah, that's a good name. I like, everyone had something to do. It was fun, it was entertaining, it was nice. Uh, Susie's interactions with the people were great. I think the exact point it started to crumble for me is when they uh, is when they showed that uh, energy scan and they showed that the Susie is sucking the life out of Gwen and suddenly it became about how Susie planned everything. Like Susie planned everything, even though there's no way she could have planned everything. I mean, we're kind of getting to the goofs of this, but like <laughs> I thought, I thought it was established that like the glove was a new toy, like it was a new thing that they had just found, right? But but apparently she knew enough about it to to plan it. She'd been conditioning the guy for like two years, but she knew about the glove for three months, and I I it's like. There's so much about that last half of the, the the show, the episode, where it's like, wait, why? Can you just stop? You just want to be like, stop, stop. Just explain it to me. And they clearly could have used it. They could they could have explained it to you because they have like this entire, they have this filler section where they just stuck in the base. <laughs> it's it's so clearly like a, we just gotta hold them back. Like like it's when you're playing D. I don't, I don't know if you play D and D, but it's when you play D and D and you gotta hold the group back so that the other group can catch up. And so you go, oh, I don't know. There's another monster here. Fight that monster. All right, I'm gonna focus on the other group so they have time to catch up. It's like that's what it felt. It felt like oh, we gotta trap everyone here for a second so that. The, the the other the uh, Susie and Gwen can get away, which at the end they don't even do. So I I don't know. I just felt like, ah, what a wasted opportunity. Yeah, it's it's just it's like a good, a good like two thirds, and then it's like that meme of like oh, you know it's like a drawing of a horse where it's like really good, really good, really good, and then it's like a stick figure for horse. Um, I do, yeah, it's. It feels like it kind of feels like at the start that this is what it should have been the whole time, like the camaraderie, the way everyone bounces off each other, the way it's all like put together. Mm -hmm. And then 
it's kind of feels like someone had a word in their ear and was like, you kind of have to bring this back to to some kind of resolution. Because like, yeah, with I, I checked, like they leave the hospital and there's like three or four, not three or four, it's like five minutes left. And it, like, it starts really like, really speeding up being like, okay, um, we got, we got to, we got to resolve all of this. We got to resolve all this like as quickly as possible. Um, it's, I don't, it's, it's the same problem the pilot had. It's like when the murder stuff comes in, it just kind of loses all interest for me. You know, it's, it's like two different, like it's, I obviously, it's like as a red herring, two different things coming together. I also but think it's, it's, yeah, it's interesting you mentioned, uh, tombs, right? So when you, I think the thing that, works shall we say about tombs and the x-files is that first of all squeeze is not the pilot right yeah squeeze is the third episode of the show and tombs as a character has a relationship a prior relationship with our two protagonists Susie, as a character has a relationship with the other members of the x-file of the x-files of torchwood (laughs) but we didn't really get to see a lot of that right because we we followed gwen for the pilot and we so so we never really got a chance to like really have Susie, you know, develop a rapport with every single one of the Torchwood characters. So that way, when she comes back, we're playing on that, you know. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's the problem of you know, I mean, and Dear Varma is really good. I think she's like I think it's the best performance that you have ever had in the show so far. That was a really weird, weird way of phrasing that. Um, I think, like, I think she's really good. I think the problem is the character is kind of all over the place towards the end. You have like she goes from being, you know, like going to the the dad in the hospital and like putting the life support, and then kind of being a bit sympathetic towards Gwen again and being like, "Listen, we can escape. We can do this, that, and the other thing." You know, it's it's kind of feels like it's a bit all over the shop. Um, it doesn't really help any kind of aspect of the thing. I also think, and you tell me this, I don't know if this is true, but doesn't it feel like Susie was supposed to come back more times than just this one? Was that uh, part of the plan? Because I, when I read the title, they keep killing Susie. In my head, I was like, but she only killed her twice. So it's like... I don't know if this is a reference to something I don't get, but it just felt to me like Susie was supposed to come back often. Like like every two or so episodes, they would revive Susie to ask her a question and she would go back to the morgue. And then this would be the episode where she gets get, get out of the morgue, right? But I don't know. It's, I think, there's a, there is a specific thing it's a reference to, but I think it's also a joke about they keep killing Kenny from South Park, which is... Oh, really? Guys, come yeah. on. <laughs> Uh, speaking of unfortunate, um, the song they play over the last like two minutes. That was so cheesy. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was when she dies and the song starts playing. It's like, what, guys? Come on. Oh, it's yeah. It's like oh, also, you know, the, the I, I like the line at the end of the. The thing, the kind of the foreshadowing of it's very X Files. The foreshadowing of like you know every glove has so X Files has a like it's always a pair of gloves. But the scene before that where like it sets up Jack and Yanto is out of nowhere. Right, that one I was like, what? Wait, what? (laughs) 
Wait, wait, wait. Are, are you, are, what can you do with a, a stopwatch? No, just don't. You can't just leave that hanging. Tell us what can you do with a stopwatch? But it's, it's just like, um, like I can't say much because of spoilers, but like, it just, it just does feel very like beamed in out of a much more fully developed uh, series. Um, yeah, it's, poof, it's just like, I don't know. There's at least, um, the first mention of a potential plot arc, um, with the something's coming for you through the... Is it the beast? The, um, I won't tell you what it is. I will tell you there, I was thinking about there are at least two things it could be referring to. One that will happen this year, or this year, this season. Um, the other doesn't happen for quite a bit. Um, but from if it's what I'm, if it's what I think it's referring to, um, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you will find it very soon, and you will wonder why Torchwood is the show <laughs> that has, has this thing happening in it. Um, right? Yeah, it's just it's it it's like it gets so convoluted at some point, and then it stops kind of working for me but up until then very good i think it's, it was my favorite one up until the um the surveillance footage you mentioned with the sound, light and sound effects as well somehow even though surveillance footage doesn't really have i suppose that'll be in the goose um after speaking of goose i'm gonna call my shot now yeah i assume i assume the line the last and final time i kill you will be in there because that's a very very <laughs> do you want to do goofs now <laughs> might as well might as well I, I just want to I, I do have a question does Susie come back in big finish so she does I think but not oh, I think it might, I think it might be before all of this but of course sure. right 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 that's yeah. what I'm saying do they do a lot of audios where it's her and Yvonne Hartman I think <laughs> they they surely do they surely have I, I will risk looking it up I'm pretty sure they do I mean I'm that okay be- let me just scratch my my uh, my my foot. Hold on. I'm okay with uh, Susie not coming back, but Yvonne Hartman still hurts. I wish Yvonne Hartman was here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I just feel like Torchwood could really use a cigarette smoking man. You're yeah. watching X Files, right? Because yeah, and and I feel yeah. like it's because like, Tombs is the episode where Skinner shows up, and I feel like X Files only really locks onto it when Skinner shows up because there's that whole dynamic between uh, Scully and Mulder. And Scully's the uh, disbelief is the skeptic, and Molly's the believer. But it doesn't really lock until they have like an authority figure that's like demanding results out of them, or like telling them to like put aside your beliefs and focus on the job. And that's Skinner. And I feel like Torchwood really needs a Skinner, somebody who's like, I don't give a shit. Like you guys better fucking like figure out what's going on with this alien. Or like I'm just deactivating Torchwood or something because they, they don't answer yeah. to one, no one, right? There's kind of not like that open. I think there's kind of elements that brought in in series three and four, more so four, because obviously it, it it's a Star's co-production, so they're gonna so they can they kind of make changes to the format. Um, to answer your question, <coughs> excuse me, there is uh, Yvonne and Susie. There's also. Uh, Susie and Margaret Slavine uh, audio. Wow, um, the pairing I never wanted. 
Um, that sounds like a goof. And speaking of goofs, let's get goofy. All right, let's get. It's time for a goose. In the pilot, Gwen Cooper had to do some serious thinking to find out anything about Torchwood and Jark Harkness. Three months later, and the team are a regular source of complaining amongst a police officer's team. That's a good point, actually. This, yeah, it, we make that point before. It, it changes every yeah. week in terms of who's heard of them and who hasn't heard of them. Like, Nick, last week, it was like, talks were surprised anyone had heard of who they were. And then this week, it's like, oh, everyone knows again. Yeah. Yeah, that's a goof. How did Max know to trigger the lockdown? Susie had no idea she was to get out of the hub. She was going to get out of the hub until she saw Gwen's note. Even in the likely event that Gwen smuggled her out via the cells rather than some other route, she'd presumably have to have slipped him some form of trigger without Gwen noticing. And said trigger would have had to have had the right time delay. That makes sense. Yeah, look, it, it, everything after that point is just... Yeah. Can't think about it because let, let it go. What makes Susie think that Gwen is better than her? The, I don't know, man. Self-deprecation? That that one I can't answer you. Why does Jack call the police rather than, say, Gwen or the other branch of Torchwood? Yeah, actually, I do, that, is, that is, why didn't he call Gwen? Why didn't he go, <laughs> ring, ring, hey, Gwen, Susie is sucking your life force. It would have been like, oh, oh, really? Or oh, I'm going to park right here. Well, it's like she's in the room. It's uncanny. Uh, sorry, I, I can't do accents. <laughs> I'm bad. Um, Susie claims she was so desperate to come back because of what was there in the afterlife. However, her plan to come back must have been hatched before she died and found that out. Again, good point. Yeah. Also, we, we didn't mention that. The, the fact that they commit to the whole, like, there's nothing there. Like you're stuck in a place where there's nothing, and you, you feel nothingness for the rest of your life is very interesting, compared to like what other shows will, will probably do with an afterlife. Like, but it's if, very interesting. But it feels like it, it feels to me like they didn't want to settle on like the afterlife is just that. Yeah, it it, it yeah. I mean, there's always there's always great. I mean, there's an there. episode of Doctor yeah. Who that I think has a cooler idea of, of the afterlife yeah um death in heaven which i cannot wait to be watching potter who cast 2027 2028 at this point it's a 2028 yeah probably if it, if it even happens who knows yeah i just i just saw sorry i just saw a photo of uh of the first photo from the new season of it's always sunny in philadelphia which implies that one of the characters was the capital riots which I cannot wait. Sorry. <laughs> that says, please cut that out. I just got distracted for a second. <laughs> Last goof. How does Owen get that estimate of how long Gwen has? These are not goofs. These are just legitimate questions. Yeah, and they also did not mention how grammatically wild the phrase last and final time I kill you is. I, I don't think that is here. Oh, let me that's check. Yeah, it's not. That's a, that's a genuine goof. <laughs> that's, that's just like what. Oh, what wait, wait, wait. wait. Here, here's, here's an actual goof. The ISBN number they mention in the show is for the Oxford Dictionary of Quotations, yeah. not a collection yeah, it, of Emily Dickinson's poetry. Also, and this is something I pointed out, the police appear to have brought a, bought a new copy of the book, but the scene is supposed to be happening at night. That's not even my problem. My problem was, why didn't they just Google it? <laughs> why didn't they just Google Emily Dickinson poetry? 
that whole scene is just like but the whole scene is like wheel spinning right that whole scene is really yeah. just we gotta spin a wheel I, it, it, everything after that energy scan everything up to the energy scan felt like a good story about like figuring out the consequences and I feel like honestly my if you had stopped the episode in the middle and told me to be like guess what happens next I would have been like I think the true killer is someone who's working for Susie and she's going to see her dad and talk, tell him about the, the gauntlet and they're going to try to steal from Torchwood and it's going to be a plan from her. And I, that would have been my guess. Not <laughs> not she wants to go see her dad to kill him. Like, I would not have guessed that. Oh, do you want to play a special game? Um, it's, it's exclusive to this week. And it's called Is This a Torchwood Expanded Universe Novel? Or an X Files expanded universe novel inspired by how similar they felt. Oh my so god! <laughs> excited. Okay, okay, okay. Let's do this. Okay. Let's do this. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the name of a book. You have to guess if it's a novel from uh, Tor- Torchwood or if the novel from X Files, and that includes Lone Gunman and Millennium. Oh fuck! Um, okay. Okay. Force I'm fucked. <laughs> okay. Force Majeure. <sighs> Force Majeure is the title of, um, of a Millennium novel. It is. Holy shit! <laughs> how am I this good? I, how am I this good? Okay. Yeah. Exodus Code. Exodus Code is a Torchwood. Yeah. That's the one I think John Barman wrote with his sister. Um, don't read that one, I'd say. Uh, Ground Zero. Ground Zero. Yeah. So my options are Torchwood, X-Files, Lone Gun, Man, Millennium, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ground Zero, Ground Zero. Can I get a publication? Oh, I can't, because then it would narrow I don't it down. Have right? the, I, I just have the names and what they're from. Gra- okay, Ground Zero. Um, Ground Zero. They would not name it after... They would not... I'm going to walk you through my logic, okay? Mm-hmm. They would not name a Torchwood novel Ground Zero because it's after 9-11. So it has to be X-Files, Lone Gunman, or Millennium. Millennium. Mm-hmm. I don't think Lone Gunman had any expanded novels because they only had one season. And they also had the 9-11 episode, so they they, they, got, they, yeah. they, they beat into the punch. So I, I, I'm taking off Lone Gunman. So it's down to X-Files and Millennium. Now, Ground Zero... Um, it refers to like a starting point or something like starting point is something big or the point where something big happened, where something landed X files. Yeah. How am I this good at this? How am I this good? Have I got any of your great games wrong? The series so far? Uh, no, <laughs> um, I'm just that good, dude. I feel like well, Torchwood. I feel like Torchwood is is connecting to my well, psyche. <laughs> well, as we know, we know because we, we did we already recorded last week's as well, so we know that last week you definitely. Oh, didn't. it would be it would be disappointing if I lost last week and then I assume I I got. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, um, the the Frenchman. The Frenchman. Yeah. The Frenchman, okay. I think I'm gonna get this one wrong. I think I'm gonna get this one wrong. It's Torchwood. It's Millennium. Nah! <laughs> oh, fuck. 
Well, damn it! I was gonna say I was like, should I say Millennium? But then uh, I, I I wobbled. Uh, sorry. Okay. Uh, okay. Department X. Department X. That's yeah. X Files. That's Torchwood. No. <laughs> it's an audio book as well. It's only what it's audio, audio exclusive. Um. The men who sold the world. Millennium. Torchwood. Oh, I, I think I fucked myself over. <laughs> <laughs> um, slow Decay. I, I, X-Files. Torchwood. <laughs> I, 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 oh, what have I done? What have I done? I screwed um, myself. <laughs> and finally, Antibodies. Antibodies. Okay, I gotta get this one right. Okay. Antibodies. Biology. It has to do with biology. So, uh, can I ask how it's spelled? Is it one word or se- separated? One, wo- one word. Antibodies. So, it's the biological term antibodies. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Antibodies. It's a biological term. Now, keep in mind, your reasoning before has led you astray. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Fuck. This is way too tense. This is tenser than uh, <laughs> Susie and Gwen in the car. <laughs> If you do electronic scan, you you'll see my energy being sapped by the podcast. Uh fuck X Files. It is X Files. Yes, I'm back, baby. I'm back. Uh, you got four out of eight wrong. You got fifty percent. You passed. Yeah, I'm back. Oh, we uh, should tell. We should. Do you see yeah. the idea I posted on the chat? That are uh, oh. for, for the wrap up. We should uh, yeah yeah spinoffs yeah. We, sh- we should yeah. So here's yeah. a here's a uh, preview. In the wrap up, we're gonna be pitching our own Doctor Who spinoffs. I have and got I'm a gonna take, I'm gonna go the extra mile, and I'm gonna go with like episode ideas. Ooh, I might have to. Do that. I, I have a good idea that I'm going to pitch that will knock your socks off. We should get everyone um, in. We should get uh, Nathan and, and Sammy. We should get everyone. In. Everyone pitches a spinoff. Yeah. Uh, Langley's no, no, no. <laughs> uh, what you call it? Yeah, next time, Eugene. Are you okay? It is so good to see you, Eugene. You're on my leg. Oh, sorry, no, no, it's sorry. fine. Sorry, it's fine. Um, yeah, so. Before I do anything, I want to say that they'll never do an episode where someone dies and then their ghost is walking around. Um, never will they do that. Um, what will they do in other places that might have spin-offs and killing and the like? Well, if you want to check out more of The X-Files, you should come to my house because I have the complete oh. series Blu-ray box set. Well, does, that inc- does that include 10 and 11? It uh, actually does. Movies? It actually does. The mo- the movies? Yes, it movies? does too. I have all the movies. Wow. What about The Lone Gunman? And I don't have those. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that insane. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually excited for you, David, because um, are you, 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 you're going to go all the way or you're going to... I'm going all the way. I'm, I'm looking to get... I found Lone Gunman on YouTube and looking to find Millennium as well. Um, I, I, when you get yeah. to Lone Gunman and Millennium, I think I will watch them with you because I've never seen those. But there's, I'm there's doing, a I'm doing them broadcast order, as I always do. So there's a couple. Oh, yeah. 
there's a couple episodes in series um 10 and 11 that are worth watching um i i will say a few words for you to prepare for that joe McHale plays um alex jones in C- season 10 oh, of x files <laughs> um I, I hope yeah. you're. I hope you're ready. Uh, and, uh, and two more words to add on to that: recurring character. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> God, it, it seems. It seems like that was like ten years ago. But the revival of the X Files was five, what five years five, ago. <laughs> five years ago and three years ago. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Wow. And and, it, and nobody talks about that anymore. Yeah, I, I I forgot that the second that series eleven had happened. Right, remember, right. Um, yeah. you, you you forget that like they had a revival, and then two years later they had another season. Um, oh. But yeah, um, condensed truth. Yes, condensed truth is an essential X Files podcast. If you like listening to people talk about X Files, they do a great job, and they only do the essential episodes, so you don't have to watch. Yeah, you don't have to watch eleven series <laughs> of the television. Even is though that, I actually think it's worth, uh, it's a fascinating yeah. look back into how TV used to work. Is there an episode on Jersey Devil or space or? Um... I don't think they did the Jersey Devil one. <laughs> But if uh, they did, I'm gonna have to talk to them if they did do an episode of the Jersey Devil because that episode. Can I tell you what was the first episode of X Files I skipped? That? No, no, it was. What's the one they 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 flash back? Um, um it's like Native Americans or something. Oh, oh yeah, it's shapes, a, it's shapes, shapes. That yeah. was the first one I skipped. I, I looked at the description and I was like, Mulder and Scully are called to Montana after shooting at a farm, and I was like, Nah, I'm done. Uh, I yeah, gotta... that, that one's kind of just generic werewolf stuff to be honest with you really? I, was, I was i was just i was just like yeah i, I, I can i can get why someone would skip this um i'm excited you're watching x-file this is great this is great look right. out for my look out for my mitch pelleggi takes coming soon mitch, great great actor love him if you want to come uh mitch Pelleggi, if you're listening if you want to come uh talk <laughs> he's, about he's, torchwood he's our he's our sarah jane adventures guest yeah for a couple of weeks time he, he said he absolutely loves Bubble shock and the pain, and you can't wait to talk. Yeah, but also, if you want to talk about other uh, science-based fantasy stories like Full Metal Alchemist and Scooby Doo, you can uh, find podcasts <laughs> about that. What, what? is Scooby Doo a science-based? Well, uh, it, it, uh, Zombie Island is Zombie it, Island is about monsters. It's about monsters. It's funny. Um, it, it, yeah. I think it's really funny how how recursive it is where it's like Scooby-Doo inspired uh, what came first Buffy or X-Files? Buffy? Well, Buffy because the movie yeah. would have been before. So, X-Files so Scooby-Doo first. inspired Buffy, right? And then X-Files probably got a little bit from Buffy. From oh, No, no, sorry. X-Files came first. So Scooby-Doo inspired X-Files definitely. X-Files inspired a little bit of Buffy. Buffy, in turn, inspires <laughs> Doctor Who, and then all of these inspirations get sucked back into Scooby-Doo Mystery Inc. <laughs> oh. It's great. All right. But you can find all of that at FriendlyMush.com. We're a great podcast network. We have so many good podcasts. We might have some new uh, podcasts coming up because um, I want to do a lot of stuff. I, I just moved, so I'm going to do a lot of new podcasts. Uh, I want to do a podcast about How Much Your Mother. 
an actual play role playing game podcast that I have to talk to you about, David, because it's Doctor mm. Who based. And uh, mm. I also want to do so much more. So stay tuned to that. Many more projects on their way. Uh-huh. And speaking of X Files, watch this space about real X Files. I think I spoke to you about that, about that like two nights ago. Yeah. Um, now for that, for, for somebody else as well. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, bang bang. I shot you. Um, I keep I keep killing Michelle. I'm sorry. Oh um, no! I'm dead. Oh no! There's something coming through the darkness. Nobody, nobody knows this, but when I saw that name, I thought it was a reference to the song from Smash called They Keep Moving the Line. And then I remember <laughs> that Smash released in 2013. So that is physically Whoa. impossible. <laughs> you never know. After Miracle Day. Um, you should, you me- should end it by playing the song They Just Keep Moving the Line. Chance to shine. I ace 